0: Having empowering relationships we know is important everywhere in our lives and our businesses. So today I want to talk specifically about creating those empowered relationships with your team members. Building strong relationships with your team members is going to be crucial to amplifying your impact and making the difference that you want to make in this world. You cannot do it alone. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Inspired Way, the podcast and leaders community for heart centered women with a big vision and drive to make a difference in the world. This podcast is for you if you're ready to create rapid results and flow in your life, business, or career. I'm your host, CJ Rivard, with over 25 years in executive leadership. I bring practical business and leadership advice combined with personal growth strategies, energy alignment, and manifestation techniques. To help conscious female leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs live their most expansive and abundant life. Join us weekly for actionable tips and insights from myself and the brilliant guest experts I interview to help you create aligned success. Visit theinspiredwave.com for more free resources and information. Now is the perfect time for you to take aligned action toward living your soul's purpose. And I'm so excited you're here. This is the third episode in my relationship building series. And in the first one, I covered some great general tips that apply everywhere in life. So if you missed that, be sure and have a listen. And then in the second episode, I shared tips for creating more empowering relationships with your clients and customers, which we know are a lifeline in our business. So don't miss that one either. So today we're digging into team. When I talk about team members, I invite you to broaden the term for how you may be thinking about it. I don't just mean your direct reports. If you have a boss or people in other departments that you need to interact with, those are all team members. So just keep that in mind as I'm going through these tips. Okay. And the first one. And I did mention this briefly in episode one, but this is powerful, so critical is fostering trust. Now, we know trust is the foundation for healthy relationships everywhere in our lives. So I invite you to think into how you're creating trust with your team members. One of the first things you can do is make sure that you are demonstrating integrity. Do you always do what you said you were going to do? Do you stick with your timeframes and deadlines and show up on time? How are you being in integrity at work and with your team? You also want to encourage open communication and make sure that your team members know if you say, I want to hear about your challenges. What are you having trouble with? You're not going to bite their head off if they show up and tell you. You want them to trust you and know that they will be heard objectively (laughs) and that you want to hear them and that what they have to say is valuable. That's a great way to develop trust with your team. I've included a ultimate Guide for developing trust with your team in the show notes. Be sure to take a look at that because there's a lot of other ways you want to think about approaching this as well. But those are some of the top ones and everything we talk about today is going to feed back into creating that deeper trust and relationship you want. The next thing I wanted to mention is developing and showing empathy. So this goes back to emotional intelligence, which I'm sure you've heard me talk about before if you've been here previously. Emotional intelligence is really all of our soft skills. And when we are working with others, we need to be sure that we are developing empathy and able to understand things from their perspective. It's not all about you. So even if you're the boss, it's not all about you. People show up with life situations in the back of their mind, things that go on that slow them down in the workday. Do you have empathy and awareness for what's going on with them? And can you hold space and treat them As a human being, not just someone showing up, punching a clock and doing what you need them to do. That's really important. They need to feel that to be able to trust you and open up for developing that relationship. The next thing I wanted to remind you of is showing appreciation and recognition for your team members. And you may think about this. With your direct reports, although it's easy to take things for granted. You know, if you've got someone that's always showing up on time and doing what they need to do and doing a good job, when was the last time you thanked them and pointed out specifically what you appreciate about the great work they do? And then expand this to thinking about the other people that you interact with beyond your direct reports. What about your boss? You don't want to suck up, but, you know, if they're really supportive, have you let them know how much you appreciate that? Or the people that are supporting you in other departments, have you let them know? Because they're an integral part of what you have to do. Have you shown your appreciation and recognized their great effort? Now, this is a balance because, again, you don't want to come across as a suck up. But as long as you are in integrity and really finding value and just expressing what you feel, you should be all right. And they are really, really going to appreciate hearing it. The next tip I have is for you to plan time to invest in personal connections with your team members. And again, this is a fine line. If it's a professional relationship, you don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole to try and make it really personal. But you want them to know that you see them as a person and not just a clog in the corporate wheel, right? You see them as people. So how can you do that? How can you? So again, this might go back to really understanding people's personality styles. I talk about this with the DISC behavioral framework. If you're working with someone who's really task and results-oriented, they may not want to stop and spend time chit-chatting about their weekend. And that is fine and great. And you don't want to bother them then with questions. But the majority of the population is a people-oriented style, and they want you to ask, how was your weekend? How was your special day off for your birthday? Where did you end up deciding to go for dinner last night? How was it? You don't have to take a lot of time out of the day. And if you're someone who's really results-oriented and want to just keep your nose to the grindstone, spending time to develop these relationships, you may have to put on your calendar as one of the things that you're going to remember to do. But again, it doesn't have to take a lot of time, especially because you wanna be genuine in this. And if you're not a people person, it's not gonna be feel genuine to go very far down a rabbit hole, but just stay interested and ask them how they are. That's all you have to do. Just be interested and see people as people. and. If you work in a very busy, harried, pressured kind of an environment, this is something you may need to remind yourself to do. It sounds like a no brainer, but I've been in those work pressure environments where you don't want to take the time to lift your head up, even to say hello to someone. So think about that and make sure you're making time for those relationships and allowing people to know that you see them as people. The last tip I wanted to share today, and this is a big one, is to take this beyond your relationships. And I challenge you to look around at the relationships your team members have with each other and think about how you can encourage Those relationships to get stronger and go deeper. How can you encourage more collaboration and trust and teamwork? What can you do to foster that as part of the team? Because again, it's not all about you. You can't do it alone. And even if the entire team has a good relationship with you, if they're not communicating and having that strong relationship with each other, you're not going to end up with the best results that you want to have and could have if they're all working together. So think about that. That's a really critical component. And remember that when you're building relationships, it takes time and effort. So Think about again going back to my first episode on this. How can you be intentional and where do you need to be consistent? And how, where, when are you intentionally focusing on building these relationships? And then have patience and you know, don't push it, allow things to naturally evolve and they will just get better and better. As always, I would love for you to join us over in the Facebook group, which is linked in the show notes. And let me know how this is for you. Did you have any uh ahas today? Or did I miss a great tip that you love implementing? I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in today and make it a great day. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to take your growth, success, and manifesting skills to the next level while being supported by an encouraging sisterhood, I invite you to join the Rising Tide. Membership is now open and there's a link in the comments. Together we rise.